Geek Shock. Geek I Shock. forgot to zip up my lunch and my thermos fell out with a crunch. I stopped and thought and zipped it tight. I fixed my mistake and I made it right. It's okay to make mistakes. Try to fix them and learn from them too. What do you do your word processing on for the show notes? <coughs> I, I use... Uh, Real in parchment. That's what he does. Microsoft Word. Yeah, okay. Quill parchment. And right. I suppose yeah, cool you don't. Parchment. Yeah. You don't have it set up to auto backup to the uh, the Microsoft OneDrive. Then I take it. No, because the old 2013 version. Oh, okay. Because that's the version you don't have to pay by the month anymore. There you go. Google Drive is free. I can't hear. Me it is. They have free versions of Outlook now. It's just they always try to push you towards the or not Outlook, but yeah, uh, they're not great. Uh, Word. They try to push you towards Office. the Office 365, the which is a paid for. Yeah. Oh, you get you're talking? <laughs> I was like, I heard nothing. I was like, I looked yeah, over, I saw your mouth moving, yeah. and I'm like, um, Kirsten? <laughs> I, for, I forgot the mic check on Kirsten. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Somebody see. got distracted. I wonder why. By yeah. shiny objects. <clears throat> okay, mic my, my, my check, mic check. That it, the, the story about Andy's cum reminds me Great. Thank of you. the <laughs> story. <laughs> there, was this, there was this OBGYN <laughs> in this small town. And we just lost half the viewers. And, uh, <laughs> listeners. And this guy actually convinced a significant number of his patients that um, they had like a little virus thing, but... In the butt? No. Oh. In the vag. Oh. But he had actually a treatment for it. But the way the treatment works is he takes a pill and it affects his semen. And then he has to have sex with them. Oh, Jesus Christ. And it was... Is this in America? Yes. Wow. It, was, it was like it what was part of Florida? Actually, actually, <laughs> dude, if I remember right, it was in a Minnesota small town. Wow! And there were like a dozen women that he actually uh, he actually hoodwinked with this with his healing penis. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, you know what I'm talking I know, about. I know what you're talking about, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Andy, Andy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's it's, talk it's, about Andy. <laughs> it's a blessing. So it's I write blessing. this stupid apps thing for the for the Exhibit City News, which I I'm, I'm just this is like the second or third column I've been given. Apps right? thing. Okay, it's be- a column about apps. Okay, this is wait before this begins because this is going to be a story and go along. Right. <laughs> the Geek Shock <laughs> number five hundred and three. I am Master Torgo. Eighties Jeff. Five hundred and three. Yeah, we're not five four. 504? No. Didn't 503 drop last week? No. Oh. That was 500. Oh, fi- oh. Yeah, 500 okay. last week. Oh, all right. Well, we're, we're, we're not using... Okay. We're using the new map. We're protesting yeah. Arabic numerals. Oh, Common Core. This is Common yeah. Core <laughs> episode. Okay. Uh, we're not using... Commander bro- K. We're not using two broke geeks math. Fact check Andy. <laughs> Maple Leaf Matt. <laughs> And we're here to talk Week and Geek, and this is our first off-the-cuff episode. I knew. Ever? I knew this was going to happen. Ever? I, I, ever. This wow. is the, it, it took over 500 episodes and a shitload of preparation of previous episodes prior for me to completely forget the show notes this week. And since we are recording at Kay's house, it would take- We're the, fucked. It would take the ultimate effort of me going back home to get the said notes. God. And fuck that. Yeah, Not doing it. what the hell is that shit all about? So this week, who knows what we're going to talk about, but we'll God. talk about good stuff. It's going to be Andy, Andy, Andy. Yeah, baby. But it's... it's Well, Matt, it's your fault if it is, Matt. Right. My fault. Yeah. Blame because Canada. Because you didn't stop him. You're next to him. It's up to you. 
the yeah, viewer. Too much responsibility. Well, the problem is it's on his left side, and I'm you, on my right side. You know what? You're not my Uncle Ben. Before just... this all begins, because who knows which way this is going to go. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I got an idea. I mm-hmm. mean, but what we since got? we're not doing our normal segments, it's going to make this much easier to. Uh, What's in the box? Much easier to edit, I have to say. Ooh, maybe this is a new thing. Oh, no. no ah, ooh, never, yeah. never. Uh, there's going to be, there's got to be some guidelines and some punishments. If somebody feels somebody is getting out of line, if somebody just completely drops the ball on something. Yeah, indeed. And, and there's no specific rules on this. This is just a, a personal feeling. Like, if, if Jeff sees that I fucked up on something and says, okay, Todd, you fucked up, mm-hmm. we have a punishment. Uh-oh. Oh, good God. There you go, gentlemen. The zombie skittles. Oh, zombie skittles. <laughs> we we uh, warned you that these the will nightmare. be a part of the show, and uh, and yeah, so there they are. So if you're not familiar, if you didn't, uh, I think this was uh, episode five hundred one. We talked about zombie skittles. Uh, they just came out. Uh, it's a bag of normal skittles, except in there they have put rotten flesh flavored skittles as well. So. If you're going to eat one, it, it's kind of like the Bernie Bots beans where there's a percentage that, yeah, you're not going to get a fruit flavor of fun. So, since I fucked up Uh-oh. and forgot the notes, I think it's only fair that I dip into the bag first. Dip in the bag. All dip right. So, if, if someone would please open up the, the bag. I got Andy? the share size. Andy, uh, open no. the bag. No. And, and, <laughs> and that's spelled S-A-E. No. <laughs> Damn it! It doesn't have an anti-spilly cup. So I know. No. Well, I was, I was, I, I had a. It's your table. I had a technique. It's your table. Oh yeah, skittles all over my table. No, no, the, spilly cup. Well, he doesn't have a spilly yeah, cup. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's right. It's dangerous. That's okay. It's we dangerous. need new green felt. Before I actually open this up, should we just automatically allocate two thirds of the bag for Andy and his <laughs> pillowing of jokes that always seem to fall flat? They have to be earned, gentlemen. All they right. have to be earned. And I have obviously earned tonight's first one because my dumbass mistake of leaving the notes at home. Here so, we go. My God, the, how long does it take to open a bag, Jeff? It's opening it very carefully. He is. Very carefully. Just one. Just drop one in there. Of course, it's going to be hidden. Oh, boy. It's you gave me two, so I'm going to choose this one and put the other one back. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, that's right. You well, to be fair, it. they were the exact same color. So Yeah, this is true. So what? To be fair. So, put uh, it back. So I'm just going to throw this in my mouth and uh, laugh or cry. Here we go. Today's oh, What's Going In His apple. Mouth is brought to you it's by... Apple. This green mm. apple. So. Skittles. Zombie Skittles. So, wow. This is kind of like when we're playing that Uno game where it shoots the cards out at you. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uno attack. Yeah. Yeah, Uno attack. Uno attack. So please, now that the show's began, Andy, tell me about your uh, app writing. So for no good reason, they've made me write Andy's apps, which is my column bi-monthly at the um, Exhibit City News. Andy's apps. Yes, where I write about apps related to the exhibit and uh, experiential event industry. Okay. It's so dull. Um, But... uh, this month, it should. It's a, I was hoping to have it in print, but this just doesn't come out through the mail yet. But uh, they have an article about that parking, which starts oh. off with uh, when time is of the essence, people are wrong you to be there. It's not enough to hope the mysterious gods of parking. Wait, 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 are you reading? Yeah, I'm just telling you the first line. Oh, okay, slow, slow it down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> when time is of the essence and people are relying on you to be there, it's not enough to hope that the great mysterious gods of parking are smiling down upon you. Oh. 
And then I go into a whole bunch of things explaining about various oh, oh, apps. Wait, stop. Uh, apparently, that was a. Apparently, that was Jeff a. Jeff has that decided. Was a party that foul. The, 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 the <laughs> reading definitely deserved a, a, a skill. <laughs> not sure what flavor it is, but it's not zombie. <laughs> um, according to the bag, great. it is chilling black cherry. With, 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 old, with old iron gut, he'd probably be <laughs> just chomp, chomp, chomp. Mm, I, I don't so, know what it is, but. Uh, so then I go through and explain a few different parking apps, but it ends with um, parking. Chances are you end up with several oh. parking apps on your phone, etc. Otherwise, you can keep sending those burnt offerings to Gunter, the Norse god of parking, <laughs> and that will be in print. That will be in a slick magazine. It's yeah. official. Yes, it is. Gunter, f- the Norse god of parking. You, you know what the the, the sad part is? No about, one will see about, it. It's printed magazine. No, five years oh. from now, <laughs> some YouTuber is going to do a air quote takedown of Andy. Because he falsely cited some Norse god of parking named Gunter five years before in some column in a magazine. So but, but Andy is totally unreliable for information. This is but, only my second most dangerous column that I was not qualified to write that they gave me. But First, wait, does this mean that I'm now officially part of the MCU? Absolutely. Do I get there to be in the next Thor film? Yes, yeah. you do. Yes, yes you do. Yeah. No, I, I used to write a health column, which is just insane. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Yes. <laughs> wow. So, gentlemen, we'll start it the same way we always do. What geeky things you do this Is that week? how it goes? I don't know. You know the show. Uh, yeah, we know it's, we, don't, we know don't know. It's, I don't, I'm not that, sure. That's what it is? This this is the only way it's going to feel normal, gentlemen. I, I watched. And the, the only time, apparently. Season three of uh, The Good Place. Oh. How did you? Okay, where did you get that from? Because it's on you. It's on. Uh, it's on Netflix now. Okay, just the, the only streaming one I don't have right now is Netflix. Ah, sorry. That okay. was that was the one and only streaming platform that that Todd had that that wasn't uh, that I didn't have an account for. So yeah. it's it's kind of amazing because uh, it's hard to talk about without spoilers. But right, they set up the premise in the first season and they go through the whole thing and there's a big yes. thing at the end. But then. They have to like every few episodes have to completely shift the focus of things, and and it's just really weird how inventive and quick they are with it, and it's deeply philosophical and deeply funny and deeply weird, and it's great. Because <clears throat> I was upset. Uh, season three was on Hulu temporarily. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still technically in there, but now they've moved it behind the paywall part of Hulu. But when I went to go watch it initially. Because they do it um, with Hulu and their NBC um, contract. They'll show the show on Hulu the day after it airs. Mm-hmm. So I missed the first few episodes. And I'm like, oh, no worries. I'll just catch it up Catch up on Hulu. The problem was, after about the first half of the season, they dropped off those first yeah. uh, four episodes, five episodes, whatever it was, yeah. and then only had the second half of That's the season. Right. They're gonna so I got... I got kind of upset going shoot now i can't watch the first half and i'm not gonna watch the second half so i realized after watching the third season i'm not there's a character named sean i'm not gonna explain him but there's a character named sean on there Mm -hmm. who is played by um mark evan jackson okay who is sparks nevada marshall on laws on marshall on mars in a thrilling adventure hour which biggs has finally started watching so i'll finally have somebody else to back me up and how cool that is nice Uh, so you are enjoying this whole philosophical edge? Oh, it's it's wonderful. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's a uh, yeah. It makes you think, makes you laugh, makes you cry. 
<laughs> yeah, we're all laughing. <laughs> There's some ellipses in there, show. right? Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, Great show. I laughed. <laughs> uh, I got I got nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> what you like about it? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's 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 a show that if I talk too much about it, I'll spoil things. It sure. is a very the entire show is spoilers. It is a very smart show. Seasons one and two were amazing. Uh, I binged those. Um, I think I did season one. I did like half in one day, and then um, took me a few days to get the second half. But then season two. I binged in two days, solid, and I had it done and over, and was excited for three, and then, well, we know what happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I did something this week that I didn't think I was originally going to do, but I bit the bullet and signed up oh. for uh, Disney+. Plus. Whoa! You signed that. up for a year? $165 uh, a month, up, right? No, no. Um they had a uh-huh. special. Give me your credit card. So D D twenty three Expo was last week. <laughs> we got it, um, boys. Uh-huh. D twenty three Expo was last week, and they had a special deal for D twenty three attendees that if you signed up for three years in advance, they would drop it to under four dollars a month. But oh. you had to pay for it up front. And that's just for Disney Plus, not any like the the Hulu ESPN. No, it's just okay. just Disney Plus. So. Originally, it was just going to be for D23, D23 attendees. Then they expanded it to anybody with a D23 membership at all. And that's whether it's you have a paid or a free D23 membership. So I got a notification from one of my blogs that I read uh, about cord cutting and streaming and so forth, just because I like to be informed for the stuff that we talk about on this show. What? And I know, right? Uh <laughs> And they said that that deal was going to be extended to anybody with those memberships. So I went, um, since I already have a Disney account from visiting the parks, et cetera, um, I signed up for the free version of the D23 account. And the very next day, I got the invite to do the the sign up for the three years. So for $140 and then literally changed, it was like 37 cents. For $140, I will have... Disney Plus from day one for three years straight. So with all the content coming out, I kind of said, you know, it's not a bad deal. So I, I like that you didn't round the number. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh so Jeff. It's, it's, it's something like thirty-seven cents. <laughs> yeah. It's not like it was almost forty or it was over thirty-five. I, I think it was exactly one hundred and forty dollars. It was one hundred forty and thirty-seven. Of course it was. It's you, <laughs> Jesus but, uh, Christ. <laughs> Are you going to make me eat a, a Skittle now? No, oh, I just, okay. I just you, can't, you can't do that for you being you. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, that's only Andy. All right. But, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it turns out to be less than $4 a month. And just with it's the... It's a great deal. Yeah, it, it really is. is um, so. Plus, you don't have to worry about forgetting about it. Right, exactly. So, uh, you know... <laughs> That's to, right. To, to be <laughs> like continued in the bill. future once it launches, because it's what November that it launches. Yeah, it's coming fit, coming yeah. quick. So once it launches, I'll I'll give you all my input on the material that they have available to watch. One nice. episode at a time. We'll right? just rub our noses in it. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll probably wait till a few episodes are in, and then just. Well, I'm, I'm going to get it too. So I can't the, believe I said that, but I'm going to get it too. The DC's wow. streaming thing is still separate. DC's streaming thing is still separate. Yeah, because that's owned by Warner Brothers. But they're gonna be. Folding into something though, because oh, I know like it's Doom DC. Patrol's gonna, um, <laughs> it's, it's gonna fail. It's DC. Come on, 
It's Time Warner who, you know, let's face it, now that uh, the whole ownership change that's right. going on that I just don't even want to talk about yeah. uh, with AT&T, that's, yeah, there's, AT&T is doing a whole bunch of crazy weird stuff and a lot of the, the details they've announced with their streaming and their um, package plans are already in flux, even after they've already announced some of these. So yeah, it was on tonight's show notes. Was it? <laughs> was it? <laughs> Take your word for it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they've already done like they took. Uh, you know, since Time Warner owned Directv, or no, sorry, AT and T bought Directv, and then they made that a part of a, a package deal with their purchase of Warner. Time, the Time Warner assets, and then they were going to put a whole bunch of content into this AT&T Stream Now or whatever yes. I think it was called. And then they also went ahead and split off. Originally, it was going to be a part of the two together. And then they split off the DirecTV TV Now, which was their their streaming-only version of DirecTV, so you didn't actually have to buy satellite equipment. Now that's, you know... Not DirecTV now. It's AT and T Stream now or some bullshit like it's that. Confusing. It's, 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 a- confusing. it's it's very confusing. AT and I mean, like <laughs> we. I, I think at this point, no, that last mean, thing's a plus. That's yeah, a, yeah. AT and T T plus. I think at this point, you almost need an AT and T employee to come out and say, "Okay, Lewis, this is what Lewis, we know Lewis. right now." <laughs> Lewis, that's you, Major Mike. Oh, I don't want to be on the show and talk about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. That's what I did this week. Okay. All right. I might end up signing up for the DC thing for like two months so I can catch up on Doom Patrol yeah. and see that. Yeah. Sorry, am I going low? I'll talk. I'll try and speak up. You, you, you be you, man. I got All right, you. man. I got you. Appreciate right. it. You be you. I mean, for as much as I hate the way that the structure is, at least you can do that. Like, wait till the whole season's there. Do a quick one-month subscription. Binge the things that you want to binge and then quit it. I mean, mm-hmm. I did that with uh, the last season of Discovery. Star Trek Discovery, and I ended up getting to watch all the episodes of the Twilight Zone they had in there too. Nice. So, um, the it old, wasn't the original it, Twilight Zone. No, it's the new Twilight the Zone. New Twilight Zone. Um, okay. I, it's so hard for me to talk about the the Twilight Zone because I liked them, but I didn't love them like I did the the older. I get style, it. Though. Some of them were a little ham fisted. Yeah, they, exactly. I guess that's the best way to put it. They, I mean. To be fair, some of the old ones were ham-fisted, too. True. No, but there were also some amazing original Twilight Zone episodes that still, to this day, I think, hold up. Oh, without but, a doubt. Without a doubt. But, yeah, the, the, the new one, yeah, there were just like certain moments where you're like, oh, that's that's just a downright groaner right there. Kirsten's new name is Cat Dancing, apparently. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's being the cat whisperer right Wasn't now. Wasn't there a dance a few years ago called The Cat Daddy? That you, I don't know. There was. Well, a mo- I think there he's was, demonstrating it right now. There was a movie called "The Man Who Loved Cat Dancing," but <laughs> and there's a, there's a porno series called "Cat Daddy" that's been mm-hmm. yeah. two, three, four, and eight. Okay. So Uh-oh. Barry did the Uh-oh. Barry did I the peanut butter jelly play. thing last year, last week. Yes. Do you know about the guy that the lead singer of that band? The lead singer. I don't of that know a band? lot about it. That, so. Frankie sent it to me. The guy who sings Peanut, Peanut Butter, Butter Jelly, Jelly Time. I will tell you the name of the band here in a second. That's fine, but tell me what you're going to say. So, <laughs> Frankie ran across this fact. The guy that the guy that did that. Uh, apparently, in 2002, three somewhere on there, just went off the deep end, shot a couple cops here in Vegas, 
not far from where we normally record what? the show. And had a he didn't kill him. They were in body armor, so they were okay, more or less. Good. But he had a standoff for like eleven hours in an apartment, not his apartment, just an apartment he stormed into with the cops. At which point, in the middle of this, uh, Snoop Dogg, his brother-in-law, tried to talk him out of it, explained he had lots of money and lawyers, and they could they could get him out of it. He ended up killing himself. But like, Andy, where are you the, going with this? The peanut butter and jelly guy. It's like the, the stupid peanut butter and jelly thing. Peanut butter and jelly. And he's like, holy crap, this guy's got this epic death in the middle of this in Vegas. I didn't know about it. Wow. I, I want to give him a zombie, but he's no, so Andy right now. No, it's. So you're saying the guy that recorded. This stupid, silly thing that people just goof off on. Just. The Buckwheat Went off Boys. the deep end. Buckwheat Boys, thank you. Is the name of the band. Went off the deep end. Here in Vegas. I can just see him shooting the... Peanut butter, <laughs> jelly time. <laughs> Peanut butter, jelly. I got to say, you're... It would be ironic if he actually bad. started beating people with a baseball bat while singing mm. the song. That would be very ironic. Would it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you I'm think? a little creeped out right now. Although I have to say to Matt, he has a gunshot... Foley, that he did with his mouth there, pretty spot on. Yeah, pretty not, spot not on. bad, <laughs> not bad at all. Uh, I for the first that, time that, in a long time. I think that might be a get out of Skittle free thing doing the. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. There's none of that. There's none of that. <laughs> Andy's desperately trying to set up the precedent, knowing what's coming. <laughs> uh, I, for the first time in a long time, have fallen in love with a video game. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, like the one time a week that I go on Twitter, I get a thing saying that you're playing a video game, and I was like, that you absolutely adore, and I'm like, wow, that's been a while. It's, no Man's Sky. It's ca- you know what? It has some similarities. It's called Subnautica. It's been out for oh, a year. Yes, yes, yes. It is a survival horror game. It's ha- really hard to pigeonhole this game. Uh, the whole idea of the game is your... Who have been jettisoned from a crashing large spaceship that has landed on an ocean planet, basically. What's the game called? Subnautica. Okay. And you have to survive and find a way to get off this planet. And you do that in the very survival-style game in the way of, like, uh, uh, Daisy Rust, where you're scrounging for things and building things with what you have with what you survived with from the crash plus the things you're finding uh, biologically on this planet the planet is completely submerged in water so you spend the whole time underwater underwater. oh okay and it is gorgeous it has some of the most peaceful beautiful moments i have had the video game in ages and nothing's chasing after you just trying to survive not yet not yet. <laughs> uh, I'll get to that. And, and so you're you're trying to come up with a, a food supply. And, of course, it has some of the Minecraft building kind of things. We're building undersea uh, uh, biodome for yourself to survive in while going out and exploring. And you're finding pieces that's been exploded from the crash, crates and such, that have uh, blueprints in it that you can take back to your escape pod and piece things together to build like submarines and flippers that make you go faster or rebreathers that allow you to breathe better in deeper waters. So it has a great way of expanding your scope of exploration without feeling like, what do I do next? 
It, it's Fun. it's not doesn't hold your hand in any way. But at no point did I stop and go, I don't know what I'm supposed to do at this point. Because there was always new avenues to explore. And this, I, and don't get me wrong, because one thing I hate more than anything in video games is undersea portions. Where you have really? to swim through things. Where you have oh, to, because yeah. undersea control and almost all games are shit. And this one, True. phenomenal. Wow. The degree of exploration and movement in this game has been spectacular. And then and you, you get distress calls from your radio from other jettisoned uh, escape pods from the same ship. And so you go and explore and usually bad things. Okay, usually so far every time a bad thing has happened to that escape pod. But it starts to reveal more and more of the story of the game. This is not multiplayer in any way. It's built to be a single-player experience. It's also not a, a randomly created world. It is a world created specifically to have the experience you're going to have in this game. So at, at after playing for many, many hours over the course of a few nights, uh, I get a distress call from a pod saying that there is some large creature and we don't, we're not sure what to expect from it. So I finally built myself a radiation suit and I went off exploring and close to the large crash ship so I can find some more debris to build. Mm-hmm. And on there, I'm like, ah, oh, let me see if I can find this crashed life pod. And so it's supposed to be somewhere in the back of the ship. And I get close to it and this An deafening, <laughs> this deafening <laughs> spine curdling roar I haven't had. The hair on the back of my arms stand in years. Wow. And then all of a sudden, this tentacled, huge thing goes by at that moment of that roar, and I got the fuck out. <laughs> I bet you I did. Was, my heartbeat was skyrocketing. I haven't had a scary experience in the game, and I've played horror games left and right that have never given me this because the game has so many wonderful moments of peace that the moment it doesn't, Damn. Oh, that's clever. It hits you good. And so that's all I'm going to really explain about Subnautica because it is one of those games that is best experienced with as little information. What? But if this sounds like it's something you'd enjoy, boy, do I highly recommend checking it out. And if you do want to check it out uh, on Twitch, I know that Professor Addy is going to be playing it real soon. He was gifted that by one of his viewers, so you can watch him play it on Twitch. Uh, I think he's going to start playing it uh, the day that this episode drops. So uh, so take a look at his, because he he's a good uh, Twitcher. What platforms? Uh, it originally came out on PC, and they are making a sequel right now. Um, but I'm playing on the PS4, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming it's also available on the Xbox. I don't know if it's available on the Switch, though. Okay. But, God, it's been a wonderful experience. And one of the joyful things about it, as somebody who doesn't have a lot of time to play games right now, is it's something I can play for an hour or two and say, okay, I've had enough. But the next day when I'm not playing, I can't wait to go back to play it again. So I can go like a day or two and not play it, come back and get right back into it. It's been beautiful. It's high praise on this puppy. I love it. Mm. I love this game. It's it's everything I loved about Minecraft and everything I've loved about survival games and none of the multiplayer aspect that tends to ruin survival games. 
I'm still slowly working my way through uh, Fallout New Vegas. Uh, this morning I was playing some DLC that takes place in Zion. Mm. So I'm, I'm running around crazy red rocks. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, good times. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't look a thing like Zion. No? But it's, you know, got the flavor of Zion. It's all in these. You know. It's about the flavor, man. It's about the flavor. Just like those zombie Skittles right there. Those yeah. are good flavor. Ugh. <clears throat> I it, is not, it is not on the Switch. Oh. Not on the Switch, oh. okay. No, they're trying to get it, though, because the Switch can run uh, Skyrim. So the main question is, if Nintendo Switch can run Skyrim, why not Subnautica? That's the main Reddit. <laughs> I will wow. say some of the most beautiful <laughs> water effects I've ever seen. You, I kind of need it in a game like this. But, yeah, really, really nice. And story-wise, some interesting, interesting moments. So what else do you do this week, guys? I watched the first season of Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders, the BBC show? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Actually, it's pretty cool. Uh, just a post-World War One gangster, uh, uh, Birmingham, England uh, gangster uh, thing. Fun. Killian Murphy, Sam Neill. Um, what a cast. Yeah, yeah. It's actually it's pretty good. And... Uh, they all running around in bowler hats? Uh, no, they, they're wearing peaky blinders. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the caps that, uh, yeah. I guess they called them like uh, driving caps, the ones that go over the, the forward uh, peak or uh, brim. And they're called, they, they, the gang is called the peaky blinders because they put razor blades oh. in their brim. And that's like their little pull it off their head and whip it across your face weapon. I'm horrified. When, uh, wow. When, when they fight. So it is, uh, it is fairly violent. Is it? But it's it's really interesting because it uh, Killian Murphy is uh, like playing the scheming, uh, 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 plotting uh, guy who's doing the double crosses and pitting one group against the other, and all that stuff. And it's it's enjoyable. How many seasons are there? I think Netflix has three. Okay. So. I've just watched the uh, the first one though, so <clears throat> and it's pretty cool. There's family dynamic to it as well, um, and yeah, it's interesting. It's just interesting. I like those plotting gang movies. Um, they're cool, like Boardwalk Empire or what have you. Breaking so. Bad. You know what? I have not yet watched Breaking Same Bad. Oh, I have seen should. bits and pieces. Very good. Because I've seen them at Francine and Jerry's. So I can I already know it's good, um, but I just I have not sat down and binged that yet. So Kay and I all watched a couple of episodes of Alias. We're still working through that slowly. Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Right. Alias is the name of the comic is based on. <laughs> yeah, because the, the Alias TV series a whole other thing. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, that's so, been. So is this this the final season? Final, final, the this final Marvel it. completely. This so I, I think that's it. part of the reason we're not Sob. jumping through it oh. really fast. We're sort of savoring it. Well, that yeah. and Andy keeps going out of town. That's true. Well, that doesn't so. help. <clears throat> and or you know, running around all day, like a like a good, <laughs> or or, or a pain, apparently oh. increasing the health of America's young women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, not young. Well, he's oh, a, he, ow, he, he's ow. A, all I'm saying is he's a health writer. Damn. He's yeah. a health writer. <laughs> Jesus, Jeff, writer, <laughs> writer, Andy, writer, <laughs> writer. I hardly even know her. Yeah. But she's healthy. Um... Wow! Now, now, what the hell else? Do I say? <laughs> um, oh, Jessica Jones. You want to? Well, I pretty much said what can be said there. Okay. Actually, um, 
I, uh, I do. you want to be a little depressed? No. Oh yeah, uh, sure. Go ahead. Let's watch the Great Hack oh. on Netflix. Oh no! This is the story of the Cambridge Analytica um, manipulation of the elections. Oh, I'm, I'm, <clears> I'm, I'm in 2016. My, feel my spine already curving. Yeah, it actually it's actually pretty chilling because uh, um, they talked about uh, they had the whistleblowers <clears throat> talking about how the the company uh, accumulated data and how through not just through Facebook uh, but through uh, like ads and stuff too ads right? well yeah. I, I'm well, sorry. ads on Facebook no, no, no. and but other things <clears throat> that's right? the manipulation oh, but, okay. but it was like purchasing data getting data from Google that basically getting data off of texts emails as well as uh, social media correspondence and communication and stuff like that and then using those games that we all played, I know I played, where you play it and then you share it and you give permission for them to, <clears throat> uh, they, they don't just go on like your Facebook, they go through your friend's Facebooks. Oh, wow. So basically they were using people to get uh, access to other, um, Gross. other things and they assembled, they literally assembled like 5,000 data points for every American. And that allowed right, them cool. to, to <laughs> predict how people, <laughs> what people's inclinations were towards voting, if they were going to vote. And more importantly, they learned their triggers. So they learned what kind of ads, as Jeffrey mentioned, to put on Facebook to get people riled up, to get the, the right and the Republican base voting. They also, though, worked in reverse and did apathy as well to disenchant people who would probably vote against them and would get the attitude of, my voice doesn't count, why even bother? And then they talked about how they took, they, they broke it down to 70,000 votes in three states, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Sounds right. And they showed a breakdown of Michigan. They broke it down in terms of di uh, precincts, voting precincts. They isolated those precincts that were blue but very close to red or already a little pink and you know they could push solidly red and those were the ones that they targeted with their ad bombs to push people over and that was how they they broke the blue wall and basically <clears throat> set things up for uh for Trump's victory. Who knew the electrical college could be so easily manipulated? Yeah. Well, they also, no. they also, well, <laughs> lots of people. <laughs> they also did, um, they also did Brexit. They talked about, um, uh, the work that was done on Brexit to move voters into, uh, pushing some voters into Brexit. And, um, Who was the main, Nigel Ferris? That was, Nigel main, Farage main. Oh, yeah, sorry. was the leader Ferris. of Brexit. <laughs> Alexander Nix, is the head of Cambridge Analytica, along with co-founder Steve Bannon. Get out of here. Bannon, Bannon, in fact, takes credit for naming it Cambridge Analytica because one of the whistleblowers, I forgot his name, if you ever research this, he's the guy with the, the pink or orange hair. He colors his hair. He's one of the ones who felt guilt afterward. But initially, when he was hired, he actually went to Cambridge and spoke to a professor about getting people's data 
getting people's data points. How do you go about doing this so that you can manipulate them? And the professor gave them a, a whole bunch of, well, gave them a database that they started working from. And so they talked about that. The other major whistleblower actually was a left-wing activist, worked on the Obama campaign. And there is a moment of history where history turns because they ask her at one point, why didn't you work for Hillary then? I mean, you were, you were all up on the Obama thing. And she's like, nobody was willing to pay me. And her family had suffered a uh, financial disaster and she was the breadwinner. Oh, wow. So she had to make money. So she went to Cambridge Analytica and became one of their major people and eventually just fell into it. You know, she was like really proud of the work they were doing and how they were changing opinions and getting people motivated and stuff. But eventually she hit a level of she just couldn't take it anymore because she realized what they had done. And uh, so she turned whistleblower. She's the one who has spoken to Congress. She's spoken to the European Parliament. I think she's spoken to the House of Commons. Um, and it was her coming out, actually, that got Cambridge Analytica to declare bankruptcy. Because there's this one guy who was investigating this and was like, what is my data? He's an American. And he's like, I want to know what my data is. And when he found out that they were in Britain... He was like, oh, shit, it's actually easier to do this kind of lawsuit in Britain than it is in pro-corporate America. So he set up a lawsuit which got things rolling where they started interviewing the whistleblowers. And his lawsuit forced Cambridge to declare bankruptcy. And a lot of people think that they did it to keep from releasing the data. He has not yet gotten his uh, data. Oh, wow. Or as of the end of the uh, documentary, he hadn't gotten it. But uh, now the, the other whistleblower, the woman, Michelle, I forget her name, she's actually now in a data rights, human rights campaign where she's like, data rights should be a human right and you should have control of your data. And she's championing that through, uh, through the world and trying to, trying to work up a movement there so that people can get control of their data, even if it's just to know. Because it's funny, I'm watching this, and one of the things I'm laughing about is... You're laughing at something in this? <laughs> yeah. When Major Meh, every time he's like, Facebook says I'm conservative, I don't know why. It's like, dude, they're, they're, they're picking at every little thing. They're, they're, they, they, they pick up through your Google searches, they pick up through your emails and text and, and your social media communication, everything. And they, they pull in so many points from so many different directions. All the arguments you make and all the things that you do, they lay it out. And it's really funny because I think in a lot of cases, if people were to get a hold of their data, they might learn things about themselves that they didn't even realize. And I think somewhere in the documentary, one of those people makes a comment, we know you better than you do. So, <clears throat> but yeah, it's everything. They're, they're talking about, it, it's not just communications like emails and social media, but they, they purchase the data and get the data for every single purchase, electronic purchase you've made, every single uh, rental and, and you know, movies that you watch and stuff like that. They get it all. The, Brit flesh, the fleshlight was for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Brit Brittany Kaiser. That's my story. <laughs> Brittany Kaiser? Brittany Kaiser. Yeah. She's the, she's the major whistleblower. Uh, oh, you're right. I'm, I'm now depressed. It <laughs> is. I spent some time this weekend with a very nice bulldog named Winston. He was a good boy. He was a very good boy. 
Did you heal him? I did not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, so the show's called The Great Hack. It's on Netflix. Yes, The Great Hack. And it's, uh, it's really disenchanting. Um, Cambridge Analytica has shut down, and they weren't talking about who was following up. Uh, they, Oxford Analytica. They, yeah, <laughs> really, right? Right. They, um, Catonic Analytica. They, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. How about that one? Jesus. That <laughs> No, no Jesus involved in that. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. That's actually, that would be a good Lovecraftian fucking modern-day Lovecraftian. Mr. Catonic Analytica? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking A. I mean, the whole, yeah. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's ripe for one of those short story collections. Yes, really. That's perfect. Um uh, they didn't go deep into Russia, although they did talk about um, some uh, some of Ru- Russia purchasing uh, or or making some ads. Uh, they interviewed one of the employees who claims he's the one who came up with Crooked Hillary because they found that stuff like that was like a major trigger, and and that was one of the things that just really got people's blood boiling. So yeah, your mind being bought and sold right back to you. Yeah, yeah. It it was astounding. It was really, really. Listen, really lock her up. All right. <laughs> there you go. That'll solve everything. Yes. But it, it was it was it was quite it it's quite the documentary. So I definitely recommend it. Definitely recommend. I'm excited to see it. But ex- excited is that the right word? I no, know. But I really want to see it. Yeah, exactly. It's sort of the excitement you get when you see your the train barreling down on you on the tracks. This is exciting. We need, we need to come enough, come up with another word since you know you're not necessarily glappy about it. You're happy that the the thing exists and you want to see it, but didn't you're didn't, not exactly didn't we happy. come up with an inversion of glappy one we time? Did. We had one word that was the 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 well, not happy a, that uh, it happened, but you kind of recognize it had to or something like that. I forget. I, obviously, it took off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that one that one stuck. I know, I know, because I coined it and I can't remember. <laughs> Um, I can hear Steve now. The, the, the word is X because I submitted it. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, really. He, he did, actually. Urban Dictionary. He didn't stick, but yeah. he did submit it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Send us the link, Steve. Um, yeah. So those are the basic things that I did. I also bought Marvel Comics number 1000. Ah, oh, yeah. I got that, too. I haven't read it yet. Cute little thing. Um, it's funny because it's actually kind of building up to a current storyline that they're going to do because you know oh, that it's one all that about we talked cr- about last week it's all about crossovers but uh and that marvel comic deals with everything right it 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 I might pick it up. it kind of does um it's actually it's sort of like one page stories that'll do one page talking about the the first appearance or of of this particular Marvel character, okay, and, and it's a different uh, creative team for every page. Pretty um, much. Well, yeah. Although Al Ewing, uh, I believe it's Al Ewing, uh, his name comes up a lot as writer, mm. but he rotates through most of the uh, most of the artists, and it's it is in fact it is in fact uh, a the, different style each page. Yeah. that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that. every yeah. page, and uh, you know it it starts way back. Uh, when uh, when Marvel Comics started, and then they'll give a little human torch that era. Yeah, exactly. And they'll like have the three professors visit Phineas Horton, and they'll say human uh, Marvel Comics number one human torch. And the, these these three scientists are called the uh, the 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 X's or the exits, 
I forget exactly what. Um, but they're the first to adopt the idea of X as the next generation of humanity. And uh, they're actually, they end up being part of the Enclave, which is the group that created Adam Wardlock and so on and so forth. And, you know, then they reference Marvel Boy. Oh, wow. You know, so they, they do the bits and pieces as they kind of <laughs> scroll through. Yeah, Andy's taking video of the uh, the great tour of Kit across the table. Yeah, and uh, the uh, great Matt's uh, irritation. <laughs> so, but um, yeah. So that was you know that was cool. Um, it's as if he knows you're allergic to it. Oh, they he know. Does know. <laughs> they know. Cats pick up on the aversion vibe. If they can sense that you have a little problem with them, they go right to you. It's kid, pretty amazing. Kid, I need you to eat a Skittle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, got no molars. <laughs> um, yeah, so I did do that, and I finished a tie-in novel uh, for the role-playing game Numenera called The Poison Eater, which was better than most tie-in novels. Oh. Um, kind of talked a little bit. Uh, about the world uh, for the setting for the game Numenera, although you didn't learn much about how the uh, the game system works. I always like tie-in, and I, I know actually most most of the time editorial is like don't yeah don't worry about the rules, which is too bad because I think tie-in novels should be a a thing to give you an idea. You know, you 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 read the novel and oh. So wizards kind of work this way. It doesn't have to be a direct right. explanation, but you actually get an idea. I, I will know. say that's <clears throat> something that Warhammer does really well with its tie-in novels is it fleshes out that world and kind of gives you the psychology between all the different factions and why they mm-hmm. do what they do. Well, and I mean, first of all, there's 10,000 of those books. Sure. And second of all, they, they, they get... I don't think there's a deeper lore. Uh, real right. I mean, I mean, uh, Abnett is a great writer. Yes. Now I don't know if he was recognized and brought into Black Library, and then later on he became something else. I think later on he became. Yeah. That so name. so they recognize talent, but I know he and he's not the only name. Uh, McNeil's in yeah, Grand yeah, Ramiel. Yeah, yeah, and and these are these are people who are actually really you know really really good at that sort of thing so uh, speaking of books uh, warhammer 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 the book mm-hmm. club has chosen their books for september so <laughs> once again i gotta be, say i'm impressed how many ties there are in our polling for books every now and then like every seems like every three or four months now uh two books go head to head and their supporters even out. And thanks, folks, because I put out the word, let's get some votes in for Collapsing Empire. Yeah, I saw you. And a few people voted, so. I, I, I did. Yeah, I saw you. You really championed that one. Yeah, well, uh, somebody got me the book, so. Oh, yeah. Time to read it. <laughs> so there are two books, and two very different books, so kudos on the choices. Uh, first, The Saturday Night Ghost Club uh, by Craig Davidson. It's kind of a uh, Stranger Things kind of 80s, 70s throwback. And then, of course, Collapsing Empire by John Scalzi, uh, space opera extraordinaire. So uh, choose one, or, you know, if you're fancy, get r- read both. And uh, on the 8th, discussions will open up on the Facebook page. On the Facebooks. On nice. the Facebooks. 40-hour uh, film, uh, 
Fordera film we did. Uh, we screened it this uh, this week. Ah, how'd it go? So it, it got a lot of laughs. Uh, I don't know if that'll translate into you know awards, but it got a lot of laughs. It got the most laughs of anything in the show. That, that's twenty eight personal twenty eight films over about four hours. It was a long but interesting night. But and the films last how long? Four to set forty eight minutes. Okay, I think. and um, some were a lot of more first timers. A lot of them didn't know how to tell a story. They oh, just no. sort of one thing happens and nothing happens. Um. What? That's life. Experimental yeah. pictures, yeah, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, don't. But, don't. but there were. There There's were, a lot of Jim Jarmusch's out there. <laughs> there were eight or nine. There were eight or nine. They were really good. So, ah. I mean, you know, it's, 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 yeah. There'll be an awards show, I think, on the 19th, um, which yeah, I'm the sure we'll have those eight or nine. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have those eight or nine show, And that'll be, that'll be a great night if you can get to, to okay. wherever they're doing. I think they're doing it at the space on the 19th. Okay. Also on the thirteenth, and I'm sorry, I don't know where this is, but uh, I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, but the um, the film I did that involved the eggs, yes, that was supposed to be part of a whole twelve days of Christmas horror thing that uh, was done by twelve different teams, mm-hmm. and several of the teams didn't do it. Oh shoot, they're still working on them. Oh, okay, so it's uh, oh, they, wow. missed their, they missed their deadline by a year. A year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're actually yeah, feel the pain, Andy. I know what it's the- like. On Friday the 13th, they're going to screen what they have of it. Oh, okay. So and that one will be screened. Of course, I'll be out of town for both those days. But. Is that also at the space? I don't think so. I think that's probably in Boulder City. I'm going to double check that. Oh. Yeah. At the theater of Boulder City? Uh, Boulder City, they they, the same, they like the Boulder, they have the Boulder Film Festival out there and stuff. They oh. do a lot of film stuff in town. And a lot of film stuff in the area takes place at Boulder City. I'm Boulder honest. City is so damn charming. It is. So charming. If you like antiquing, sure. <laughs> I do like antiquing. Uh, so, Andy, can anybody see the movie that you did? Oh uh, yes, it is on. It is online. It's on YouTube. Um, I posted it on the web. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, what's it uh, called? It's called uh, "Ghosts Don't Cry." Ghosts don't cry. Um, you can see me and Frankie in there. Fantastic. Uh, we're background ghosts, but uh, it's 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 funny and, and charming. I and, like uh, funny and charming. After K's story, I need funny and right, charming. In the opening, <laughs> in the opening seconds of it, when the baby pees in the guy's face, that's me oh. with a squirt gun. Okay, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad there was no pause in that sentence. You know, this guy, man, this just popped in. This just popped into my head, and oh. I, I, I think you'll find this amusing, Torgo. Oh, so uh, it's become amused, Torgo. I love it. Adam Ruins Everything just restarted. Yes. Ah, excellent. New episodes. And I have my DVR set up to record new episodes. The last two weeks, something has been wrong with my DVR. Huh. It says, new episode of Adam Ruins Everything. What happens when you sit down to play it back is it's a goddamn rerun of Impractical Jokers. It's not just you, man. It's not just you. I'm okay. dealing with the same goddamn shit. Okay. Was there I, I don't know uh, was the there problem... one of those public announcement one of those public announcement warning things that went off and reset your DVD? I no no. That but that did happen last night when I got home from work. I was like, what the fuck, man? I had to unplug and plug back in the DVR. But uh yeah. I don't know if the problem is on the side of True TV or if it's Cox, but yes, for some reason it starts recording at the wrong time. I've had to I I haven't been able to do it yet this for the current episode but the last two I had to go watch on demand. Same here. Same um, here. 
And it would have been fine if it was any other show, but God damn it, had to be Impractical Jokers. I just right. watched the I just watched the episode because I love the show. And I'm like trying to fast forward through it, going, "Please be Adam in here somewhere." Nope. When I'm flipping through the cable at my dad's house, that seems to be on all the time. Oh, they have it's, it's long like, it channels. It seems like a channel that's nothing but Impractical Jokers. That is, it's, it's, it is the show that has built True TV. It is a phenomenon I do not understand. I do. It has a massive fan base, and they are not goddamn funny at all. Oh, no, not at all. I agree with you. They're not. They're friggin', friggin and Torgo loves it. I, I have never adore. heard him wow. laugh so hard wow. as, as when he watches an episode of that. I have more than once sat down to watch an episode with him going, Maybe this week I'll understand what the funny is. And every single week I walk away disappointed. You know what I think? I think it's an actor thing. Maybe. I think it is because just watching these because they're watching these guys do improv. Right. And the improv is being directed by the other guys in public. Uh-huh. And of course it's usually shameful things sure. that they're making them do. And as an actor, I've, it's it's a strong challenge. I had to but do that once and it was not I don't think it ever aired. The Playboy Channel hired me. Go fuck! Get the fuck, get the fuck out! What this bullshit story? The Playboy Channel hired me to, draw, to, to heal if, the women. If this, <laughs> if this is a fake oh, story, oh, oh, Andy, oh, it's a real story. Eat a fucking skill. It's a real story. Right. Okay. Okay. First right. off, I need to back it up because the joke happened before we hit play. But yeah, the joke was made that Andy's cum heals ladies. <laughs> You need to know this as background information. And you know, we just lost all our background information. Also, last week, oh, Jesus. I was getting ready for a colonoscopy, and that's why I kept running to the restroom. <laughs> I drank a gallon of lemon sludge before the show. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a joke nobody knew, including you guys, till after the show. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason... Which, 80s and Todd missed that point of information. I had no idea why I kept running off of the restaurant. <laughs> it's true. Well, we walked in and you were you were like man. sitting uncomfortably and nobody uh, said anything. So we had the discussion earlier. I guess I didn't realize you guys weren't. I was like, I was like, it's Andy's story to tell, <laughs> so I'll let. It's him. what he said. I'm like, we all figured. Well, maybe he ate something. He got yeah. food poisoning, and and at the <laughs> same time, we're story. like, Iron Gut Andy got food poisoning. How? The, Hey, and I know you're Andy all concerned. poisons food. I'm fine. I don't have to go back for ten more years. Yeah, um, yes. Yeah. Okay. Lucky bastard. I have to go every five. Anyway. So you were working for Playboy. Yeah. They, they, they hired me for some reality show they had, uh, and I was drawing characters at the Hooters pool, and I had a little CIA microphone oh in my, my ear. Oh my god! You told me this. Yes. Yeah. And they're and I'm drawing them. And they're they're. Directors in my ear tell me to draw weird shit, and I'm like, "Okay, but I've drawn weirder shit than this." <laughs> and I, I, I've never seen it air. I don't know that. I mean, I don't huh. have Playboy Channel, but I've never. Nobody's ever said, "Oh, I saw you on the Playboy Channel." So I, I have a feeling because because <laughs> the guy was not, the, the director was not funny. Thank God we've never ear. seen him on the Playboy Channel. I, mean, I know, like, right? I know. <laughs> John Bean Hastings and I and Andy Hartzell and Terry were up at Area 51 years ago. And we were just going up for to grab a to see it and grab dinner or lunch rather, and they lunch were where at the what are we in? And um, quote unquote lunch. So um, they were sh- filming a show called Beyond Belief up there, uh, and we I know up, that show Beyond okay. Belief Factor Fiction. Yeah, there we go. So yeah. they were filming that, 
and instead of being there for just lunch, we hung out for eight hours watching him film, and we all get interviewed. Uh, John was in the midst of drawing a comic book called Smith Brown Jones, Alien Accountant. He had a <laughs> he had a stand up of his character, and I carried it to the carried it in so we could take a picture of it in front of the alien sign. So they they interviewed everybody except for me. They interviewed everybody about <laughs> about turning about turning Area Fifty One into Area. It's an almost Andy story. <laughs> oh no no! It is it, an it, almost. It, it, Andy. Is a, it is a definitely Andy story. So they they interviewed everybody. They talked about the about using Area Fifty One for commerce. It was a very very heady thing. And uh, we went down. We watched them. They teased the poor guys in the booth. They they went out to where he said no photography, and they shot photos because they can't come out of the booth to stop you. Right. Um. Again, eight hours. I've never seen it, but apparently the only bit of us being filmed that shows up is me walking across the parking lot with that stupid Smith Brown Jones under my arm. Oh, and nobody's ever said, "I thought I saw you on TV." Everyone said, "Oh, I saw you on TV." I must be like face forward in that thing. <laughs> so I think if I was on a Playboy channel, somebody would have mentioned to me by now. Or maybe they were just traumatized. <laughs> could, be, could be. They were going, "Oh yeah, Playboy channel." Oh my God, it's Andy. <laughs> Yeah. I don't even know how it works anymore. Is Playboy Channel something you can subscribe to, or is it just like yes. you buy it for a this day? This was years ago. I don't it's, know. It's a well here in Las Vegas. It's an add-on channel on Cox. Okay. I don't know anybody that actually has it <laughs> <laughs> on Cox. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know anybody that actually has it, but I have come across it when I'm scrolling through the guide. I know the channel's there, but I just assume it's one of those right. you, you buy it for a day and then it's gone kind of things, like the rest uh, of them. Oh, like an on-demand kind of And if I sounded yeah. disparaging about Smith Brown Jones, Elena Countant, it is a very brilliant book. You should definitely hunt it down and find it. Smith Brown Jones, Elena Countant, there's two graphic novels. Slow that down. What's it called again? Smith <laughs> Brown Jones, Alien Accountant. Okay. Because he picked the name because it was the most common Earth names. Okay. So yeah. ah, you're, you're like, like a giant run-on sentence. Like, yes. But but there's He's no excited. spaces between the words. <laughs> that one I agree. He's excited. Oh. <laughs> he he self-imposed the, uh, the zombie the skittle. punishment. Skittle the skittle punishment. Yeah. Yeah, go on, Matt. Yeah. Go on. That's good. Oh. Okay. Well, Matt's just going Ow. in for one. <laughs> What'd you get? For fun. Oh. <laughs> Feel free if you want to punish yourself, gentlemen. Yeah. I got no issue with this Old right uh, now. iron gut going at it. Okay, can you talk about that video we watched Wasn't with the uh, Buckaroo Bonsai? Because I, I know it won't sink into my head deeply enough. Um, God, that's what the hell was his? Um... It was about the the watermelon and about yeah the, yeah yeah about <laughs> for the the the, the, the I'm uh, so confused already. Right now. <laughs> Me too. No, I'm like, it was what, uh, what was his uh, philosophical? Oh shit! Because it actually was it, it was, was actually very good. Yeah. Um, and it's on YouTube. Uh, do you remember the title? I sure don't. It's a. Uh, That's why I asked you. You ever? You're my brain. Yeah. Well, you're my memory. This <laughs> man, my memory, my mem- Well, you're in trouble, then. Uh, Can you back up and give us some kind I of a? Think maybe I got the zombie. <clears throat> this guy. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Describe the flavor. I can't really. It's it's not good. <laughs> not <laughs> but good. but okay. I don't know if it's like mummified melon or oh oh it might be just a fruit you don't like maybe. But yeah. I like melon. It's just this one was. Ugh. I'm gonna guess it. Well, first of all, if it's the zombie flavor, I'm a bit disappointed for its lack of pungency. Well, it's Matt. You're, you're talking about Mister uh, ate the the chili and. 
drank the milk on the live show that oh, time. That's true. true. That's just, oh, yeah. What show is this? Uh, uh, Geek Shack Library live? Uh, something like that. Yeah, I think it was. I know. It Geek doesn't Shack? exist, that one. Oh, yes, it's right. Somebody, it's out there in the video. Oh. Somebody. What? <laughs> decided to unplug the. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, it was. That's right. It was epi- It was on episode 500. I do. N- I've already been punished for that. Um, <laughs> Multiple times. Uh, yeah. That might have been the zombie one. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. The, uh, the premise of the thing is that Buckaroo Banzai, uh, it, it tied it to uh, the whole mythology of comics and how comics, comic movies work because why Buckaroo Banzai is today's most important superhero. And okay. Is this a blog post? No, it was a, it's a video. It's a video. It's about it. it Kyle Kalgren. He does. Uh, he does some interesting. Um, so it's this YouTube channel. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's oh, a YouTube okay. channel, and he does some interesting uh, pop cultural breakdowns. Oh, and um, I like those kind of things. Yeah, he. Uh, he. Act- oh damn! It was. Well, it's <clears> one of his points close w- to an almost Andy story. No, no. One of his points was that um, except it did happen. Yeah, comic books movies work um, because there are moments that are just um, reveal a there mythology that's there in the go. background. And Intertextuality. The, his, that's it. His example was in the the uh, first Superman movie, the first um, uh, Christopher Reeve Superman movie. There's a moment where Lois is hanging from the helicopter. Only Superman can save her. Clark Kent goes running off and stops and pauses at a telephone booth. And it's not a booth. It's just, you know, the, that, that open the phone. 1970s phone on a pole. Yeah, you can't thing. close yourself in. It's just Which a makes phone on a pole. no sense in if the you, movie. It only yeah. makes sense if you know the whole mythology. And, and so he talks about the, um, the uh, moments of... It, it, it's a moment where somebody coming to it knew doesn't understand what's going on or won't catch it but someone behind it you know someone who's read the comics knows about superman understands and in buckaroo bonsai there's a bunch of little references that hint to this entire history behind buckaroo bonsai that doesn't actually exist so uh the the obvious one is there's one scene where jeff goldblum and another guy are walking through an uh a uh, an evil base, uh, an evil lab. They're, they're actually, they're, they're in the Bonsai Institute. Oh, the Bonsai they're Institute? There, but it's been invaded. It's been invaded. And uh, Jeff Goldblum suddenly goes, why is there a watermelon there? And they walk by this big, intricate machine. It's almost Kirby-esque. You know, big, interest, intricate machine. And right in the middle of it, there's a watermelon, like, sitting on some kind of base. And the the other guy's like, uh, I'll, I'll explain that later. And that's it. They never go back to it. Nice big set piece. Right. Yeah. And, it, and it's almost a throwaway thing. I yes. Mean, it, it takes place about five seconds. They mm-hmm. never go back to it. That, I really it dig just, that. You know, and, and there are little bits where uh, Jeff Goldblum's character is like, are you... Uh, Reno. Pe- uh, yeah. Are, or Pecos. Are Pecos. You Pecos. Pecos. You know, are you so-and-so? Uh, referring to a character. And he's like, oh, no. He's he's off in... Not he's. Pecos and Tepet. Because the gag is, I know because I've read the novelization. Pecos and Pepet? Pecos is in Tibet. Tibet. Uh, yes, okay, I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> you were trying to say Tibet? Holy fuck. <laughs> Pecos is in Tibet. Okay. Right? But you never see Pecos. You don't meet Pecos. 
you don't know anything about the mission in Tibet. Like he said, he read the novelization, but in terms of the movie, it's not, there's nothing there. But even for those who don't know any, who did not read the novelization, say, it hints at a greater depth to the story. And that's what he talks about comic books and how coming into comic books, you get that constant discussion. There, there's this constant discussion of hints of a greater depth than you know. And, um, oh, God. In, a Marvel, in the MCU movies, that stuff is there because there's 80 years of backstory. So when you're watching Captain America and you see Professor Horton's uh, um, Android, which is you know the Human Torch on display at an exhibit, you know a few of us nerds go, "Oh, look, it's a Human Torch!" Right. But Buck Rubanzi is full of those without there being any, without there being a Human yeah. Torch, right. without there being backgrounds. <clears throat> and he breaks That's neat. That's he great. breaks it down to a French, is it writer philosopher? I think it's a philosopher. Yeah. Who talks about? Um, Five types. Five types of textuality, inter, like intertextuality, and these are these are reference. These are almost like uh, meta references to story within a story, uh, story outside of a story, and so on and so forth. And I can't remember all the details. His premise is brilliant and it's brilliantly presented. His humor is. Oh my God! <laughs> oh painful. no! Oh, painfully no. dry, or just painful <laughs> oh, in general. No. He does something I do occasionally, and I'm going to try never to do it ever again. Where he tells a joke and then stops, and like, okay, yeah, here we go, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Now Andy learned a few things from that I video, did. but <laughs> I've been educated. But he, um, he'll do things like make a joke, and he, then he'll be like, "Oh my God, I can't believe that!" And it's just like, dude. Make your punch and go. Move on. And he hangs on it way too long. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he does his own editing. But his points are magnificent. We should have actually watched it again yep. to refresh so we could know what the fuck we were talking about. Well, I didn't about. know we were going to be like, you know, by the skin of our teeth here. I think I, yeah, I used cool. to have, I'm used to having some bones to work with here. But we're just, Although yep. this, this, would, have been, we're all this would have been a thing we did, a geeky thing we did. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, check that out because it's actually... We'll put a link in the clear. One of the things... Good, because I want to see this. I've been looking at, and I think I've mentioned this to you guys before, I personally think comic books should actually stop worrying about continuity and, and, and almost approach these stories in terms of... <clears throat> uh, this is Bob's version of the Avengers. You know, this is Chuck's version of the X-Men. Sure. Which is what we were saying before, the, before we got it. it was just you, me, and Jeff. We were talking about the Joker. Oh, I was, was about like, to right. mention it here just now. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 that's yeah. what strikes to mind. I'm super excited to see exactly. this movie just because I really want to see that interpretation. Right, right. And I think, and, and the way he's talking, there's a lot, there's a lot to the uniqueness of comics in particular the superhero genre a lot of uh, neil gaiman talked about confusing medium with genre and when a lot of people talk about comics they're really talking about the superhero genre and it's one of the things about the superhero genre uh he mentions uh the 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 crossover not today's crossover but like the fact that in the 60s you know you you had iron man and you had the hulk and you had thor and then they all got together and you had the Avengers. And then somewhere along the line, the Avengers run into Doctor Strange. And that helps lay out 
a universe where it makes perfect sense that you have technology, you have gamma-irradiated mutant, right? And you also have Norse god and Mr. Super Wizard. And all of this, I'm, I'm slowly remembering it yeah, now. Yeah. All of this comes uh, tying together, and it's what makes it work so well. And um, uh, the, the whole fact of, um, he, he talks about DC acquiring, what the hell were they called? All-Star Comics? Uh, Fawcett? Uh, no, no, no. Not, this is before that, where he, uh, because DC with, like, Flash was different from, I don't know if it was Green Lantern or Hawkman, but that was another comic company, and they actually merged, and those heroes got came together, and they started having them oh, cross over and stuff like that. And that whole thing helped create a world of depth. Just the mere fact that, you know, you had these interactions and even references. I stumbled into this video because I was looking for something to watch on YouTube when I was kicking back one day. And discovered that <clears throat> Buckaroo Banzai is one of the free movies available on YouTube. Oh, is it? It's on their official YouTube channel. Yeah, they have. It has ads, but yeah, it's free to watch. Over the, don't forget, over the top is there too. Oh, right. is it? Oh, oh you can you can have yourself just a marathon. And somebody yeah, posted yeah. that the uh, the first season of um, Cobra Kai is uh, now That's available right. on YouTube. That's right. I think I Jake, that. I think Jake that posted that. So I will yeah. so check that out. Monkey splat for Jake for that. Monkey splat for Jake. I don't know if I got one. But, uh, and also a monkey splat for Jamie because she, I think she also brought up the special deal yeah, you're for right. Disney Plus. She did. Um, I didn't. It's funny because I didn't see the post that she did until today, which is what reminded me to think about talking about it on the show. But I had already signed up for it when I saw her post. Uh oh. Have you been just munching on Skittles over here? Yeah. <laughs> So well, got- I kind of figured, not knowing what the fuck we're talking about as we bring up the YouTube vid, I probably should take one. But so, it's like, I'm wondering... Because mine wasn't very good. No, that one was awful. Yeah, so how many... How Describe many the there? awful. They're, they're random within the bag. This, uh. is, this was colored the petrifying citrus punch. And the thing is, is there is an element of citrus punch in it. So you think on some of them they just... like. Added an extra flavor I of think, awful. I'm beginning to think that may be that may be how they did it. So you have that I, flavor, I have, but it f- tastes off. I'm taking another of that color. Okay, let's. This see. is the orange Ooh, color. Science. He's sciencing this up. Yeah. Wow. It's it's become an experiment instead of a punishment. <laughs> it's Here kind of the way go. things always yeah, happen. Yeah, definitely. On show. That's what they did. So they take this is much better than the shit I just had. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's what happened to me then, so too. So, regular yeah. Skittles flavors in the bag. Well, uh-huh. designed these flavors, and then some of they injected with zombie juice. It's really funny, too, because if you didn't know, you would think this is a bad batch of candy, because it's almost... Almost, um... Yep. Sterno-y. Oh, yeah. oh, you found one, too. I did. Oh. I think... You know what? I bet you they, they dropped the whole bunch in at the same time, and we just hit that wave. Yeah, it's not awful, but it's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's got good. it. It's it, yeah. it's like, oops, we accidentally poured some lamp oil in not, this in this yeah. batch. <laughs> I'm not gonna had, yak, but I definitely know I hit one of the bad ones. Yeah, the yeah. one I just ate started off grape and then exactly really bitter. See, exactly. this is extremely it, bitter. It, yeah. yeah, and here's another one. I'm gonna see if it's the same. I love that you guys are just diving into it. I'm like, <laughs> fuck it. I'm not touching them. <laughs> Give me a blue one. Well, I also, you know, I remember when Come we on, did right the, the wait, wait. Bertles. The blue or the red pill? The blue or the red pill? <laughs> I take the blue pill. <laughs> I'm getting to that age. I got to take they, the blue pill. When they did the Bertles, <laughs> when we did the Bertles, I took three random, and they were all great. 
I didn't I hit that. I didn't hit one bad one. Anyway, <laughs> so you know, yeah. See, this tastes good. Yeah, it. it yeah, you know. Next you time go. we get a bad one, we just bird it into the other person's mouth. So you know, <laughs> this one's all right. <laughs> Jeff, That's let a, me tell you how bad this uh, one is. That's uh, a goddamn punishment. <laughs> Easy there, Andy. You almost knocked about, over the table. Yeah, about, was that me? That was you, buddy. I wish you could see it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. He literally almost pulled the whole table on top yeah, of Yeah, Andy. <laughs> it was that like, one was all right. I, I got a good one. Oh, shit. That it was, was like a ship one. listing in the ocean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Which like, is fun if you've never experienced it. It's fun. It's fun. Well, yeah, I guess there's, good, a, there's, huh? a, there's an element of list on a ship right. that gets to be too much. Mm. Yes. Okay. You you've sealed the deal. Now I want to see Andy on a ship. I'm really good on boats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where he's most natural because he can't stand ha- walking on dry land Every- on a boat. He's perfect. <laughs> Everybody else is falling over. I'm good. I'm sitting at the Andy's bow of the boat watching habitat, it, right? the sea yeah. spray on my face. I want to see. You know those awful videos of the the ships in the real oh, nasty yeah. seas, and you where see the, the tables are sliding. Yes, and- I want to see Andy. In the midst of one of those, just walking across. Doing, doing <laughs> yeah. my drunken monk and Andy walk. <laughs> just, everything else. And Andy's it's just. like a crab ship on the Bering Sea. Guys are like nine. Get him, Andy. What's going on over here? All right, I'll be back there. And then. All the martini perfectly unspilled. As Andy walks by Kit, Kit just reaches out and grabs for his ankle. And Andy's like. That actually happened. It was pretty funny. Yep. And he's walking across the room, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to be going out. And <laughs> his kit was just lying on the floor, and as he walked by, he grabbed his haphazard hand. swipe at my ankle. <laughs> and he was like, Whoa. That's Man. not bad. My, uh, my youngest sister, she used to have a cat called Scorpion. Um, Scorpion would literally hide in the shadows underneath <laughs> furniture. Huh? And if you were walking by barefoot, would reach out and slice your ankle oh nice got my dad so bad one night he was bleeding Achilles tendon uh <laughs> <laughs> glad i'm not didn't, flying didn't anymore go that deep but it was enough we thought we were gonna have to take him in for stitches because Cat's it was name just was gauge pouring blood <laughs> we had an evil dog that broke a karen terrier uh-huh. that broke my dad's finger oh my god yep that's like my dad was like pointing at it saying, don't you do that? And went, Sham! and bit his finger. He had to have his... Splint? Uh, no, he had to have his wedding ring sawn off because it was all... Oh, no. Off. Eat a zombie. Wow. Get wow. My yeah. God. Eat a zombie? Why? <laughs> oh. Yeah, there were a couple in there. Yeah, I got one. Woo! That was fun. Ah, lucky. Oh, man. Yeah, that is. That's exactly like something... Uh, chemically uh, fell into the oh. batch vat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think that's how it started? Do you think that's, that's in the... In the, in the Stevens, you got to make this work. <laughs> we got a whole batch of bad Skittles. What do we do? Yes, exactly. Uh, well, uh, um, zombie. Skizzle. Skittle zombies. <laughs> yeah. Skizzles. Skizzle. No, he's, he's standing zombies, there and he skizzles. sees a comic in the corner. Zombies attack and he's like, zombie Skittles. I love it. Get started. <laughs> he just yeah, walks out and there you Don't go. we need to release our comic book first? <laughs> <laughs> Cut to that one guy. Oh, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bong. No. <laughs> he he rises from the grave. Bong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, zombie. Zombie skittles. Oh there we go. We figured it out. I want I want to see him now. Just walk. 
Bong. Bong. Ah, zombie. That's right. <laughs> no, 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 zombie. Yeah, it's a great idea. No, zombie. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Uh, I did another geeky thing this week, something pretty damned geeky. Yeah. Uh, we're coming up on a slow time at my workplace, and I'm on call where I work, so it's sporadic. Uh, so I accepted a few painting commissions for miniatures. Ooh. Uh, Major Meh has asked me to paint his entire Star Wars game. Wow. Uh, which is not a not insignificant. Yeah, the just the base game comes not, with thirty. What? Not insignificant. Uh, okay, okay. Skittle. <laughs> you know, well, sadly, I, I actually understood what he said. Oh, I understood. I just so I didn't. Understand. I didn't think anything about it. Jeff, take a skill. Damn it. <laughs> That's for understanding. Yeah, you could understand, Andy. You gotta take a punch. I don't like the green ones when they're not zombie skittles. <laughs> if you understand, Andy, you may have had a stroke. Oh God, that's horrible. Oh, excellent. Oh, he's spitting it out. Oh, is it zombie oh. or no? Or is it's, it just green apple? Uh, no, it's 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 literally. It tastes like rotten flesh. Oh wow. Oh. Ooh, some are worse oh than others. Oh, my God. What if, what if the rest of us have wow. actually been eating bad Skittles? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Wow, nobody's reacted like that. No. Oh, yes. Oh, he's, was, he's drinking the it. water. He swished it around. He's not happy. Oh, no. Andy, you needed to be recording that. I know. Oh, I oh that was... <laughs> Wow! Ugh. Look at Look that at face. It's like turning green. So, so there's one bat. What the hell have we been eating? We don't know. Maybe are these... we going to be alive tomorrow? Wow! You, you know when those dum dums where they have those question mark ones because they move from one flavor to the next, so they don't know what flavor it truly right. is. Yeah. Maybe that's how the other ones are done. But that was a proper. There you go. I was like, oh. we were the build up. So describe the flavor, Jeff. Ah, uh, uh, um. Yeah, it literally tastes like uh, like when you eat something out of your refrigerator and it's gone rotten, but it doesn't have visible signs, and you bite into it, and you're like, oh, this has gone bad. That's what it tasted like. But, I mean, it, was, was, it was ridiculously pungent. Um, it didn't taste like any fruit or anything at all. It literally just tasted like okay. horrible, oh, wow. nasty. And then I don't know what the fuck we've been eating. You've been eating Skittles. How Taste often do you rainbow. eat rotten things out of your fridge? <laughs> you weren't wrong with your analysis on the other ones where like it's like yeah. it tastes like something up front and then it has a a terrible Maybe. finish to it, uh -huh. but not anything that bad. Maybe the one, the one you just had is just, like permeating through the... It could be. It, it could just be. That's the yeah. one. It's that's the, the one in the bag yeah. that's that's so bad. Oh, that... I see what you're Thank saying. Thank you, Jeff, for making this bag of Skittles terrifying again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you, you're all like, oh, yeah, I was disappointed. We're like popping them like <laughs> we're eating them like candy. Yeah, this one <laughs> they are candy. <laughs> this one tastes a little off me. And, and, and I love the lead up too. I don't even like the green ones when they're. <laughs> and then, oh, 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 oh. I would have been fine if that had been just green apple, but no, that was wow. not even close. Not so, even close. Oh my God. The zombie Skittles do promise doom and gloom. I I'm like post, it. I'm not posting that video until after this drops. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, a day afterwards, please do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I still have the wow. aftertaste from the skin. Oh, yeah. Earlier, I yeah. know. That's the thing. So what the fuck I'm have we been I don't know. <laughs> We're going to die. <laughs> We're going to die tonight. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so it tastes like green apple and cancer. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like Andy comes back from uh, the next tour off to the uh, the state fairs. Comes back it's like Kirsten, and then it's cat chewing on you. <laughs> Dead flesh. There's, there's like there's Kittle nothing fat. He yeah. got, oh, he got the taste you. of it from the Skittle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Going for they always go for the face first. That's true. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, you know because they're like, are you gonna wake Soft up? Are you, go- are you gonna? Hey, <laughs> he's made of beet. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's already drawn blood tonight. So. <laughs> yep, we did. I showed the guys the kung fu moves with Kit, and he got me. That's good. And, and it's funny, too, because he got me in the same place he got me before. Well, so, obviously, he knows what he's doing. Every point that he attacked you is exactly where you showed me that he latches on in the past yeah. With, yeah. with his teeth. And I'm like, why are you letting him attack you with his teeth <laughs> I didn't after know last week when you were showing how much your t- arm was torn up? I didn't know about this aspect of a kit until recently, so I'm going to treat him with much more caution. <laughs> <laughs> well, who, who what was... Was oh I was it Barry? Was it Barry? Was it you? Somebody tickled uh, you, Matt. Yes. Somebody tickled Kit's tummy with his sock foot, and Kit attacked him like he attacks me, where his claws go yep, through yep. the sock and attach it to was your me. flesh. It was me. And yeah, then it was, he it was and, pleasant. And he and, and he, he jiggles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Matt was like, "Yeah, okay, all right, I get you." You don't like that, okay? <laughs> but he just, yeah, he did, and he did the whole rake with his rear legs. He was just like, oh, like his bowling move, yeah, <laughs> riding a bike. Yep, the philosopher <clears throat> move. I, I, I love there. that that Jeff, the punishment skittle for understanding Andy, was the one that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's true. <laughs> Because <laughs> at that point they were defanged. It didn't matter. Yeah, really. And Jeff was like, oh, "All right, it, you know, this is all a big joke." Anyway. <laughs> 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 but and I, and I also like when it was fun. most unpleasant. I also like how we have not touched that bag since. Sticks with you, huh? Oh yeah. Oh, I mean yeah. it's. The the glass of water helped, but yeah, no, it, <laughs> so it's so it's lingering a little. Have you did you do yeah. anything geeky like? Do you play games? Yeah. Didn't you play games? Maybe. What'd you play? WoW Classic. I don't remember. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't remember. I uh, I actually watched. I've been watching The Last Kingdom on Netflix. The Last Kingdom. The Last Kingdom, which is based on true life events before England unified into oh. the United Kingdom. Is a series made for Netflix, or is it yes, from BBC? Yes. Or no, no, made for Netflix. Nobody here's watched it. No, no, I've seen it. No. I've seen it. I know what you're talking. You've seen about. that it exists. You haven't watched any of it, right? Gotcha. Yeah, so it's like eight, ninth century, I believe. <laughs> Saxons versus the Danes. Oh, yeah, the so, Danes, the Danes, Odin's warriors. Now the the guy was captured. From the other side, is yes, he? Is he yes. U- a Viking? Uhtred was a young Saxon king. Oh, he's a Saxon. Yes, who's now with the Danes, and now back with the Saxons, and now back with what? Yeah. Okay. I, you got, you gotta it's, watch it. It's a different it's, angle. Uh, it's an angled Saxon. Uh, zombie. Take the zombie. Whole, that's yeah. a that's a zombie. <laughs> take, I, I know an, it's Andy an being angled, Andy, but angled yeah. Saxon. Take yeah. two. That's a proper pillow. <laughs> what do we got? What do we got? Nice and fruity in it. Oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, it's spitting it out. You're spitting it out. Don't put it. No, wait. It's, it's, you don't even have it sealed. What are you oh. doing? 
No way there's two in wow. there. Wow. Oh, there's supposed to be multiple ones in each bag. Yeah. Well, that was... Uh, <laughs> that wasn't the other ones you were Holy shit, huh? Matt. We, now, we, now I know what you're talking about, Jeff. Like, it's just, like, it's just so putrid when you have <laughs> that first bite. He's going in for another drink. Describe. <laughs> and it builds, it's what too. he said. It's, it's, it's rotting. It's, it's, it's the, the taste of rot. Wow. It's for, oh. it's for science. Yeah. Oh, we might need that. Uh, okay, the, Damn you, the, Thomas Dolby. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay, now I am scared of that bag. Wow. But this main character conflicted between Danes and Saxons because he's born a Saxon but raised Dane. So, oh. yeah. That's what I did. All right. Did you see the whole season or? It's uh, three seasons of Netflix. So I'm kind of scared it's going to get canceled. Okay. So, uh, so you're really all the way through the three seasons? I'm uh, halfway through the third. Okay. Wow. And uh, how many episodes do you feel you had to at the beginning of the show to watch to get it to take off? Repeat that. <laughs> if <laughs> Sometimes it takes a show a little while to take off. So oh, no, many... no, no. First, first episode. Okay. Yeah. First episode's great. Wow. Great. Reels you in at the beginning. I love it. Yeah, that's I, actually yeah. an interesting question. Uh, Get the Viking you, Shield Wall of, first episode. It's pretty good. Can you think of yeah, shows like that 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 hooked you from the first like five minutes? I mean, I'm r- first r- five minutes. Wow. I mean, like the Good Place hooked me within the first five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, the new Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> just that opening just brought me right in, and I've been watching it just piecemeal with my wife where we can. And God, every episode just has some great creepy moments to it. But I was jumped in on the first one. But again, I like the haunted house shows, so I'm willing to forgive a lot. Who's that? But I don't zom- feel like I have to forgive a lot in this one. It's a good show. <clears throat> that zombie show, how was it? Okay, I remember the, Net- the Netflix one we watched, the uh, Korean one, or whatever it is. The- no, no, the one that starts off in a suburban neighborhood, and they're trying to get out to the. They're trying to get oh, out. Black Summer? Black Summer. People were saying that that was slow to start, and it's like, you and I are watching it in the first 15 minutes. We're like, oh, nope, we're, we're going to watch the rest of this. I know. I That kind of confused me. Yeah. I don't know what people were saying, because, I mean, it had a couple minutes where it was it, it, it did some establishing, but it, it didn't wait long to no. get <clears throat> awful. I'm surprised you haven't watched The Last Kingdom, though. Oh, um, I've no. seen it. I just haven't gotten to it. It's It's... I don't put it in the queue because the queue is the graveyard. Oh, this is true. You put it in the queue, you're not watching it. Uh, and then one day you go through the queue and you're like, wasn't such and such in there? Oh, yeah. it's been pulled. It's okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't put things in the queue anymore. That's why but, I don't worry so much about <clears throat> losing things and all the other sh- streaming services coming around. There's always going to be something to watch. Even if you just keep Netflix and say, fuck Disney+, Plus, fuck Hulu, all these other ones. I'm not doing Amazon Prime. Even if you just do Netflix, there's always something yeah. to watch. There's tons. Com- comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. Another season that dropped this week. Oh, man. The uh, the Jamie Foxx oh, yeah. was illuminating. That, I, I would recommend that series to anyone of an artistic bent. Because every now and then, Jerry gets them around to the subject of just being an artist. And they speak from, excuse me, the reference of uh, being a stand-up comic, but it's definitely relevant as an artist in general, as someone creative and someone artistic. Uh, Fox had some 
interesting things to say, particularly like what happened to him after he had won the Oscar for Ray and uh, uh, like his agent's attitudes, you know, towards his comedy and stuff like that. Eddie Murphy had... Um, it was... I mean, I don't think of Eddie Murphy as being uh, smart, but he was on top. He, he, he was he sharp was, as He be. was smart and he was And he's got deep, a great memory. Talking about confidence, talking about uh, having your confidence and why you need it, and the exchange between him and Seinfeld. And let me clarify, I don't think of him as dumb either. As this no, no, is, no. I don't, yeah. <clears throat> it's just, you don't you don't expect to hear this from him. An intellectual, yeah. You know, yeah, philosophical, and, intellectual. And an intellectual take on stand-up comedy. Yeah. And it was really, really, it was really, really cool. Also, he did an interesting revelation about him and Pryor, which I had never known. Right. So that was interesting. But it, it it's... Uh, and Cosby. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> that's true. This, uh, you know, it's funny. It, this just triggered a memory. Uh, I met, forgot to mention this a few weeks ago. There was a documentary I watched on uh, Amazon Prime Video. It's called United We Fan. And it's about um, these different organizations that have gone out of their way to try to save certain television shows and quality programming. And, oh, fun. And uh, it's fascinating. And the... The funny side note is I know people that are in there and I didn't even know about this documentary. Like I caught it, um, like there was a a small blurb in one of my blogs that I was reading and I was like, oh, and by the way, if you like these kinds of documentaries, check out United We Fan. And so I'm like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. Um, So yeah, uh, that's another one to check out. And interestingly enough, like kind of what you guys were saying there um, with the, the amount of content that's out there. I got into a conversation with a coworker this week, and they're like, "Why haven't you seen this thing on Netflix?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, honestly, I don't have Netflix right now. I keep meaning to sign up for it, but between Amazon Prime Video and Hulu and YouTube, I have so much content to watch. Even having the regular television to watch too, I don't think about it when it's time to go. Oh, there's a thing I want to watch that's on Netflix because I'm, you know." involved in all of these other things that I'm watching. So it's it's only kind of like a secondary or tertiary thought about getting that Netflix subscription and taking care of that. So and then now with you know Disney Plus coming up and you're you're going to be inundated. Yeah. Right. I'm just excited about all the Marvel stuff. Sure. Not not to mention all the other things that are going to be on the Disney Plus. Mandalorian. Yeah. I was sucked oh, in with that trailer. Oh, that boy, trailer. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Because I didn't think I was one, thing the, uh, one way or the other about it. I was like, yeah. Mandalorian, okay. Well, yeah. I'll that. God, they dropped that goddamn trailer. Because I'll admit, I've never been a huge fan of Boba Fett or that whole. Boba Fett's there. Yeah. Is it like that? That whole like I, I've never understood why people were so over the top fanatics about that character so when the Mandalorian was initially announced I was thinking to myself this doesn't even sound like something that interests me but just like you saw that trailer and I was like okay I'm actually really interested in watching this show now but it's not Boba Fett it's another no I I, I get that but I think that might have been part of my decision making process and why I was resistant to the show at first is you think Mandalorian you think Boba Fett you're tired of Boba Fett yeah not, not too, not too murdery for you, Andy. The trailer shows a guy about to be cut in half by a, a door. 
you know, <laughs> my, my my dislike of murderous shows has been overstated. In an artistic <laughs> way. <laughs> like somebody's dislike of blowjobs? Yeah. No, no, I that's mean, real. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not, but continue to believe your stupid shit. I mean... What what we never got to on the show is that Andy actually did like Arrow and blowjobs, even though it was murdery. Oh, right, <laughs> that he he conveniently left that other part of it out. Oh. It's like, it's, well, no, it's it was a just him and I fighting about the murdery. Oh, yeah? aspect of it too, because there there are certain people who anyone gets scratched by an arrow. Oh, sure, he killed him, and so they count it as a death. And it's right. like I I read a blog that went through. And the in-universe explanation of deaths does right. not jibe with bloggers' death count by a factor of two. Sure. So, you know, at least. So it's sort of like I I just, I ride people about the murdery because and of that. I mean, I'll admit, you know, as far as like the DC canon with the comics, you never really saw Oliver Queen kill anybody per se and, and with the, his arrows. Because it was always the trick arrows. It was always it the was, trick arrows. But Mike Grell... Yeah, was the one who introduced the Ollie who was actually shooting the, yes. the hunting arrows. That yes. that things got a little and real. I thought it worked for the TV series, even though it wasn't part of what we had been used to. Yeah, with the Green Arrow, Oliver Queen, and then they brought the Trick Arrows in later. But they were at least not the really silly Trick Arrows that. Often made me groan. And if they had the that. boxing glove arrow, Andy would have been happy. <laughs> they did. Wow. They did a wow. reference to it in one of the episodes. Yeah, I, I don't imagine, remember the can you imagine what exact line. Who the fuck shot a boxing glove arrow? <laughs> like down in the warehouse somewhere. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? My point is that as a hero, he's I killed know. a lot of people. I know. And there should be consequences. This, that's the way things go. If you kill people, there's consequences. Not and, in, and in cop shows. don't really seem to be. Even in cop and, shows. You kill and, some, not all of them. In a traditional cop show, you kill somebody. There's like investigation. There's, yeah. Not until Hill, Hill Street Blues. And yeah. as I said, Andy, the consequences of season one really come back to haunt him in the final seasons, in, up to and including this one that's coming up. Yeah, I may have to catch up on that because the whole crossover thing. Well, the, the, the yeah. crisis on infinite earths. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you definitely got to step into that just to see who the fuck they're putting where because they're getting so many uh, appearances. Right. It's yeah. going to be great. And some that have been hinted at but not confirmed officially. Right, right. Well, it, I love the controversy over uh, Routh. Yep. Uh, and being the kingdom come Superman because he was wearing the... Sh that particular shirt uh -huh. and a lot of people are like no there's nothing there saying that because i believe the shirt is the only thing that's giving that kind of hint yes but it's then, it's so fucking compelling if that's actually who he is and they've also not released any official set photos of him in the costume yeah so all of the stuff that people are freaking out about like oh look at his costume it's like it's like this is all somebody's take on what could happen in the show that yeah. has not happened right. yet. Yes, right. they are filming right now those episodes, yeah. is, but there's been no official is, is, set uh, photos. Is Wet Welling in this now officially? Because I've seen him talk, but I, I thought the thing I saw was speculation. Uh, Welling has not been officially confirmed. Okay, He has not addressed it. But he's hinted at it, mm -hmm. so they don't know. They, nobody seems <clears throat> to know for sure if he's just being coy, like saying, "I would have loved to have been a part of it." But 
and doesn't want to say anything negative or if he truly is in it and they're really trying their best okay. to hide the fact that All he's right. in it. Well, it's difficult. Because they said that there will be special appearances that you are not expecting, that they are absolutely not going to talk about until uh, the episodes air for Crisis. Well, so. that'll, that'll, I'm looking forward to it. I, oh, I, yeah. I liked that comic series. and Well, I guess they traded it. They put it in a trade. Well, That's how it, I read it, but it, still. it. You know what I mean. I, lo- I, I love uh, Big's little thing of, you know, too bad they... It, it'd be really cool if they grabbed, you know, the Kirk Allen Superman and, like, colorized him. Had George Reeves, you know, did a splicing of uh, his Superman in there somewhere or christopher reeves or that sounds expensive i mean yeah it does mm-hmm. but uh boy oh boy would that just be insanity i'm still getting aftertaste of that fucking thing. <laughs> well you know what you need a skittle to clean it up <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the water has has made it subside so i mean i mean you're also drinking a sugary drink so that could be magnifying the the effect. I would hope the sugary drink had flavor that would uh, be. You know, it's not really sugar, but yeah. Well, but I mean, it's easy. and there's rum too, so you know. Well, there's your, there's your problem. <laughs> oh yeah, rum rum intensifies zombie taste. Is that your theory? Well, that's Jeff didn't. Want... Did you just besmirch rum? No, not not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I more of it was besmirching Andy than oh, okay. the rum. Oh, that's rum acceptable. is good. Yeah, Andy uh, on the other. <laughs> I look forward to seeing the Arrowverse someday, or not. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, after I, I Luke have, Cage, I have come to peace with. <laughs> I've come to peace with the idea that I'm not going to watch everything before I die. I'm not going to read all the books I own before yeah. I die. I'm going to enjoy what I enjoy as I come across it. Get out of my house! <laughs> <laughs> like, like Warren Zevon, enjoy every sandwich, man. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Things will come, things will go. I'll want to see something. I'll forget about it because this other shiny thing said, watch me instead. Yeah. It's and you're gonna, gonna happen. You're gonna miss out on so much. But am I? <laughs> I I'm fully at peace with this. Yeah. Now. Well, it uh I think it was Spalding. Uh or Two it was it was angry enough to be Jake, but I think it was Spalding yeah, who was, said yes. there's so much out there now. Yes. It is impossible to to watch everything. Absolutely. You two will broke not geeks, be able to do it. From two broke geeks, Matt Spalding has put out the lamentation that I you know what? I'm just come to grips that I'm just not gonna watch everything. Yeah. You, and you will not be yeah. able to. Well, Which I mean, is why Arrowverse has been pushed back to the back burner because there's other stuff I want to see. Isn't it like it's like every year the amount of content that's produced is infinitely larger than like the prior ten years before? And I've mentioned like this that. before. There is there is an historical person who was the last person to read everything. Well, because there I mean, was a point I, where there was too much to read. I'm gonna find. Well, out. there there are there are like science fiction people who well, talk about the 70s, which is right about where. That's when it's the exponential s- growth, right? And because there was a point when you, you could read every single short story, every single novel in science fiction and fantasy that came out that year. What's that? You, what's that law and technology that Moore's law? Moore's law. That's everything. It doubles every. Uh, what is it, Jim? Uh, processor speed doubles every five years. I think Something it is. Like that. Well, I'd have to look it up because yeah. it's because they've they've essentially taken Moore's law and modified it now. Yeah, because because the technology was advancing faster than what he Moore's uh, law yeah. his original law was. But so uh, this is Torgo's law that entertainment options grow at such a rate that don't worry about keeping up because you can't. Well, it's interesting too because uh, I was I was thinking about this the other day. Is that 
somebody in their 20s, actually even in their 30s, is never going to know what it was like when we were kids when the programming was done for the day. Oh, geez, yeah. Because, you know, when you got the... the Bum, 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 yes. bum, bum, Star Spangled bum. Banner plays <laughs> bars and tone from 2 a.m., well, 1 a.m. till 4 in the morning. You see it in the remake of Poltergeist. Yeah. You can't do it like they did in the original one because it involved the television air going off the air Yep, All for right. that story to work. Yeah. Not to mention that prior to, was it 87, there was no Fox? It was only ABC, NBC, CBS, and PBS. That's right. If you were lucky, because some some cities, PBS was a hit and a miss trying to get sure. with the rabbit ears sure. to work. But, well, but, 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 or the UHF antenna. Well, that's another interesting. You know, that's another interesting subject to pursue. Is stories that don't work because the technology has changed. Sure. Like, like, yeah. like all the Buffy stories fell apart with the introduction of cell phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Oh, man. all the president's men. Oh, right. I, I think I honest, and I don't mean this disparaging to the younger generations. I, I just mean sincerely. I think that movie would really be difficult to watch because there's just so much uh, technology that is not there that they take for granted. Mm-hmm. It is really going to be okay. Yeah, yeah but, but I don't feel the same way about that when uh, when I was young and I saw a movie from the 40s and there was a huge technological disparity between the two. I understood that I was watching a movie from an earlier time. So I was watching um, the Bruce Springsteen on Broadway. It's on Netflix now. Okay. And he tells a story about they decided they can't really make it big in Ashbury. They get a gig in uh, San Francisco. They've got three days to get there. They get a station wagon. They put a mattress in the back. They get you know all the performers and the, all the all the band into the into the station wagon. They have a flatbed truck with all their equipment on it, and they drive out, following each other across the country. They've got three days to get there. They've got to do a thousand miles a day. On the first day, they lose track of each other, and he goes, "There's no cell phones. There's no way to get it." So, at that point in the truck, it's him. And the guy was not in the band. He's just one of the promoters or something. And Bruce Springsteen at 22, 23, something like that, doesn't know how to drive. Oh. And they've got to do 1,000 miles a day. Oh. Yeah. So, it's and it's a 1940s flatbed truck. Comfort. High comfort. Manual. Yes. And not to mention, CB radios were not cheap back then. You were lucky if you had one. He can't get it at first. So the driver, okay, I got an idea, goes, and he gets in, he gets it up in the first, gets in the second, goes, all right, now we're going to switch. And they switch seats while it's moving, and he drives across the country. He can do second, third, fourth, but he, if he has to stop and go to the first, he has to wake up the driver. He goes, not that he's sleeping, because he's in a car being driven by a man who's never driven before. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Terrified. Wow. What terrified you? Write to us. Comments at Ugly Couch Show. <laughs> I'll tell you what terrified com. me. These goddamn skittles. skittles. Wait yeah. a minute. We didn't do red light, green light. Oh, I don't shit. have any because oh, somebody shit. left a note. I was going to say, probably this episode terrifies most of us. Although, did you see the thread about <laughs> us keeping track of the red light, green light? The The monkeys are. We have an idea that we should keep track of it and talk about 
what the Grand White Green Eye show when they actually come out, which we do to some extent, but they want it to be more formalized. That would be involve us watching these as well, wouldn't it? Well, that's the thing. If we watch it, we should talk about it. Hmm. That almost sounds like it would be a good Patreon thing. Ooh. Ah, Reward, yeah. Perhaps? Donate to our no. Patreon. Oh, no. Don't, don't no. Tease. Okay, don't and until tease. next week, I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Back Jack Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Well, we hey, I am heading on the road, <laughs> so if the monkeys want to catch me, I will be at the Big E, the Eastern States Exposition from... Uh, where? Uh, sorry, 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 where? Where? Big E, the Eastern States Exposition in West Springfield, Massachusetts. Oh, okay. From uh, September 13th to the 29th, and then I will be in Raleigh, the Raleigh Fair from so October 17th to the 27th. And then not working, but, but uh, visiting, I will be in uh, Memphis, Tennessee at the uh, ISCA, the uh, International Society of Character Artists. They're having their convention the in Andy Memphis. The Andy National Tour. Yes. Andy's uh, going to be walking November 16th to 21st. Ah, uh, look Welcome at that. my feet 10 feet off the ground. Look at that. Off a of beal. Eat a Skittle. Ooh, you're right. <laughs> I think 10 you feet off the ground. You beat me to that, too. Oh, I, was gonna... <laughs> I actually would like I, to I've go to, to Memphis Beale. sometime. Actually... Ah, fucking dick. <laughs> ah, yes! Ah! 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 Get the garbage can. Mother puss, fuck it! Ah!